From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Monday, July 2nd. I'm Marco Werman. It's back to the future for Mexico. Preliminary election results show a return to power for the old ruling party, the PRI. We'll hear from Mexico City and from the border city of Juarez. Also, buying books in Cuba. There's the official book market, and then there's the underground one. Plus, Cindy, Britain's answer to the Barbie doll, may be getting a makeover, but she'll always be old-fashioned. She's your friend. She's touchable. Uh, Everyone needs a bit of a comfort blanket. PRI's The World is made possible in part by the Medtronic Foundation, supporting the work of Partners in Health, an organization dedicated to bringing quality health care to the world's poorest people and communities. Learn how to help at PIH.org. And by WGBH, producer of Masterpiece Mystery. Don't miss the new season of Inspector Lewis, Sunday night at 9, 8 central on PBS. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Congratulations are pouring in from around the globe for Enrique Peña Nieto. He looks to be the winner of yesterday's presidential election in Mexico. That's according to preliminary official results. The final tally is still days away. But if those preliminary results are confirmed, Mexicans will be having a strong case of deja vu. Peña Nieto belongs to the Institutional Revolutionary Party, or PRI. That's the party that ruled Mexico for seven decades under what its critics called the perfect dictatorship. Correspondent Frank Contreras joins us from Mexico City. Frank, remind us first of all who Peña Nieto is. Well, Enrique Peña Nieto is the very glamorous, intelligenic, 45-year-old star of the Institutional Revolutionary Party. He was the former governor of Mexico State, and as you know, that's one of Mexico's most populated and wealthy locations. He is basically known as the young face of Mexico's oldest political party. He's married to a well-known soap opera star, and uh, he is now the president-elect of Mexico. What does it mean that uh, a majority of Mexicans have, have gone back to those seven decades and brought it back into the 21st century? From the priest standpoint is uh, evidence that the Mexican population in part seems to believe their message that, that somehow the party has been able to recreate itself. There are people who have their serious doubts about that. Remember, this is the same political party that governed Mexico for 71 consecutive years. And so there was the sense that the PRI represented the authoritarian past of Mexico, a sort of old fashioned political party that used anything that it could to maintain power. It really didn't have a political ideology. It could be left or right, whatever you needed. The most important thing for the party from the viewpoint of historians was its ability to hang on to power and create stability in Mexico as well. Mm. And so there's this sense that Peña Nieto is the new face of the PRI, and he's trying to convince people that the PRI has changed. Right. Well, a big test, uh, maybe the test of the PRI's self-reinvention is how Peña Nieto deals with, with the drug war there. I mean, the main issue in this election, right, was drug war violence, 55,000 people killed since President Felipe Calderón was elected in 2006. How exactly does Peña Nieto plan on dealing with the drug cartels? 
Well, at this stage, he says that in the early parts of his presidency, he's going to keep the military in the streets. That is basically the same thing that President Calderon has been doing. But it seems like one of the very big changes that we're going to see possibly is that he will focus rather than on attacking the the cartels directly. Enrique Peña Nieto says that he's going after the money, trying to track down the money that is coming in as, as part of the massive profits that take place when illegal drugs are moved through Mexico on their way to the United States. You know, Frank, one of the big new developments Mexicans saw emerge from uh, the election campaign this year there is the youth movement, this group, Yo Soy 132, or I Am the 132. Does uh, this movement have the power to make demands on the government now? It really does. I think that that has been one of the things that's really made this election very different from any election that Mexico has ever seen. That's because students have been able to go to the streets and directly criticize not just Peña Nieto, but also, and probably more importantly at this stage, the national media system in Mexico, which was seen as leaning toward Peña Nieto's candidacy and and trying to bring him to power. So there's this idea that... 